Hello everybody and thank you for listening to the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and general football talk for the English Premier League and Football League. I'm Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Yeah and welcome back Premier League and Championship Football. Thank God. Ah, it's just the huge sigh of relief that international football is done and dusted for a and I don't even know when it's back. I couldn't care less. Domestic football is back, and that's what I wanted. Absolutely. So hopefully no more international football till around February time, I don't think. so. Excellent. Yeah, Perfect. Nice break. Do you know what? It was, at least there was a few talking points. Uh, some big nations that didn't make it. There mm. were some small nations that did make it, like Panama are at the World Cup. Oh, yeah, incredible. Just insane. Trinidad beating the USA and getting a, well, getting a draw against the USA, but beating them to qualification. Alexis Sanchez isn't going to be there. Edin mm-hmm. Dzeko is not going to be there. The Netherlands, as an entirety, aren't going to be there. It's There was quite a lot, wasn't there, of uh, yeah. You know, yeah. They, people. See, Italy have still got to go through the qualifiers, so there's every chance that yeah. perhaps they might not be there. I know, and um, Argentina in by the skin of their teeth, thanks to the GOAT. It was, oh yeah, it was, at least it was interesting. It was the climax, so it was yeah. a little bit more interesting. Yeah, uh, Bomb-proof Travel didn't really happen for us last week, did it? We no. got a bit of stick on Twitter for doing the, the lunchtime kickoff, which drew nil-nil, and so it cost the travel before it had even begun, really. I don't think we'll be doing that again. No, big backlash from the profit chasers. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. Yeah, we probably won't be doing that again. We'll stick to the 3 p.m.s. No. And also, just before we go into all the games for this weekend, we'd just like to tell you about some exciting changes that have happened to the website. So we now have the ability for any keen football writers and bloggers to submit your content to our blog. So you can head to the blog section on the website. You'll see a nice little link to uh, submit a blog. You just fill in the form with your name and your content. We'll proof it, approve it, and get it on the site. Uh, we don't want you to think that we're going to be taking all the credit for your work, so it will clearly have your name on it, along with your Twitter handle, any other information that you supply to us. And So we want to make sure that you guys get recognition for your content that you write as well. Uh, just obviously it needs to be football-related, preferably with some kind of betting perspective. So that's really exciting. And one more thing is that we've also finally finished the forum, So we mentioned that last week on the podcast. It's now complete. We got our first post on the forum last week, which is a bit of praise for the podcast, which is great. So thanks for that. But we want to get everyone there discussing football betting, sharing their tips, showing each other bet slips, giving their fans perspectives on games. Uh, It literally takes 20 seconds to become a member. All you need is an email address. So please do head on down to the forum as well. Absolutely. Uh, really, really, really good opportunity for everyone to kind of become a bit of a community and we can all help each other out. You know, me and Tom, you know, we may miss a, a two to one that is absolutely glaringly obvious. Let the profit chasers know we're all in this together. Exactly. It's us, it's us against the bookies. So it's another per, another place for everyone to uh, rally together. Yep, absolutely. So let's go straight into the Premier League then, shall we? Because we've missed it. Oh, what a game to start us off as well. Yes. What a game. Uh, that is Liverpool versus Manchester United. So, this is a very, very evenly priced match. 
you can get Liverpool at 13 to 8, you can get Man United at 13 to 8, you can get the draw at 23 to 10. Bookies can't call it, but can you, Tom Walker? Manchester United. Oh, yeah. I cannot see why you can go for any other result other than United. They've won their last seven games. Liverpool have won, won one in their last seven games. That was away from home. United are firing on all cylinders. Uh, they've got goals all around the team. Liverpool are struggling at the back. This has to be United. It has to be. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. United have already been backed in. They were about 2-1 to one when I looked earlier this week. They're now 13-8, to eight, so a bit shorter. They've only conceded two goals in their nine Premier League games this season. And that was all in the same game against Stoke. So eight clean sheets out of nine league games. That is, they're so tight at the back, aren't they? Yeah, I honestly thought that... I didn't think Mourinho was dead, but I thought that Mourinho was on the decline. Yeah. This year, this United team are absolutely right up there. It was, For me, them and City, as much as I'd love Spurs to, to make a few more waves... I think City and United are a step ahead of everyone this year. Yeah, 100%. it's actually like it, it's back to the quality of a few years back. Yeah. Uh, I felt like the quality of the Premier League dipped a little bit. No disrespect, but that's why Leicester won the league. And now, hopefully, United and City can bring their quality back up again. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Chelsea are probably going to be up there. Not probably challenging for the title, but I don't think they'll be too far behind. I can really see the Manchester teams, Chelsea, possibly Spurs, making a good fist of it in Europe as well this season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and that's good for the English game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's, oh, this game is so exciting. They hate each other, don't they? And, uh, you know, I'd, I personally think that United will, will win this. I, I Can you see a shutout at Anfield? Can United keep a clean sheet at Anfield? There's no Mane which is big. He's injured for around six weeks. I could see it. It, to, it would not surprise me whatsoever if they did. Yeah, I, I personally think perhaps United 2-0 for me if, I, if you wanted to score off me. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. 2-0, maybe 2-1. Yeah. Uh, move on, on then, shall we, to the three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, the first one, exciting game at Turf Moor. Burnley, who can't score, against West Ham. Who can't score? Burnley are six to four. The draw is twenty-three to ten, and the Hammers are seven to four. I'd probably have to go down the middle here and say a draw. Uh, don't know about yourself. Yeah, a draw for me, especially when you consider, by the way, that it's October. I know there's only seven games played, but Burnley have scored one home goal this season. So Turf Moor is not the most exciting place to watch your football. No. No. Um, not that it ever really has been. Yeah, the, the Hammers, are, they're, nah. so, sometimes they're awful, sometimes they're decent. They're ne- they never seem to be fantastic, but sometimes they throw in a, a diabolical game. So I'd personally leave this, and if I had to, I'd go for... I'd probably go for Burnley, just because they're at home, 6-4. to four. Mm, Interesting. I think West Ham have scored just two in their four away matches as well. That was both away at Southampton. So three games out of four, they've not scored uh, away from home. So I think if you tie that in with Burnley's poor goal-scoring form at home, 
it's going to be a really low scoring. So I'd definitely be interested in looking into the under 2.5 goals market on this one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, don't think it's going to be the best best game on offer this weekend. No, I'd love it if it was 4-4. Something electrifying like that. It just won't be. <laughs> don't get my I would up. love it as well, but it just won't be. Okay, up next then. Um, it doesn't get any easier for Crystal Palace, does it? They're at home to Chelsea this weekend. They're 7-1. to one. Uh, The draw is 7-2. to two. And Chelsea, uh, two to five. So, obviously, at, at two to five, it's not the best price. So I, I had a little look in the handicap market here. You get minus one at eleven to ten, and minus two at three to one. And they look at definitely a bit more enticing than uh, the original two to five on offer. It does look a bit more enticing. I just, just for the profit chasers who you know may not know this for whatever reason. Morata, Alvaro Morata, hit the ground running as Chelsea's new striker. He is injured, and he will be injured for about six weeks. But I know, but, I know this. But Go on. you've got batsman. I'm fully aware of who you refer to, and I I think that he should be given an opportunity. However, against Man City. It was the perfect time to throw Batshuayi on when Morata was injured. He didn't do it. He put Hazard up front and it didn't work really. Uh, so I'd be very surprised if Batshuayi started. Uh, I personally think he needs to leave Chelsea, especially with the World Cup on the horizon. Yeah, I would not be too confident in a flurry of goals, but I couldn't be more confident in a Chelsea result. Okay, fair enough. Not the minus one, do you fancy that? 11 to 10? My, minus mm-hmm. one is as far as I'd go. Chelsea are not United or City. You know, the, the, I can't see them battering anyone uh, in particular. Um, I think they'll. Yeah, okay. They, they'll score. They'll they score a few, but I just can't see it. For whatever reason, without Morata, I, fe- I feel like they're a lot worse than they are with him. I reckon they, I think they'll be fine, to be honest. I think you'll probably get a 3 0 here. In my eyes, I mean, I'm looking at their their previous results, Chelsea, and you know, four nil away at Stoke, five one against Forest in the cup, six nil against Carabag in the in the Champions League. You know, it's 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 decent in the Premier League. They haven't scored more than two in a game, um, so there mm. there is that to to consider. Okay, interesting. But either way, profit chasers, Chelsea are going to win. Um, yes. Up next, then. Man City, they're at home to Stoke. They're one to six. The draw is six to one, and Stoke are a big, big fourteen to one, as you'd expect. Surely, nothing other than a big City win again. Yeah, huge. This one, this one will be three, four, maybe even five, six, seven, uh, eight. I mean, well, are you are you one hundred percent confident that six nil won't happen? Um, no, it would not. It would not surprise me if six 0 happened. Would, it would exactly. Not. Like you would look at it and think, "Bloody hell, that's a big win!" But you wouldn't be like, "Oh my!" Hold the back pages. What's happened? No. It would just be, "Wow, City have smashed someone else." No. So Even... that's that's the level they're at, and yeah, I'd be looking at something up to minus three here. Uh, minus two is evens. 
yeah, great price. Minus two is, is evens. No no problem there. Yeah, you could easily see a, a three nil plus. So, I mean, what what is what is Stoke like? What what is their venture? Because I think they've been in the Europa League once since they got promoted. They finished the same kind of position year in year out. Something needs to change there because I, as a non-fan, I'm just absolutely bored to death of Stoke City Football Club. I want to see something. I want to yeah, see well, real ambition. I know they're trying with Hesse, Shakiri, and I, I want to see something new. Obviously, he bought Mark Hughes bought these players in to try and change the style of football from. Pulis is lumping it up top, cold Tuesday night in Stoke kind of thing they had there. But the players they get in, are, they all seem to be players whose careers are, they're trying to rebuild, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because I, I understand that a little bit because Stoke is not Hesse Rodriguez's first, no. um, first platform. and He just needs game time and I suppose, you know, he's seeing what it's done for other players like Bojan and stuff like that, but yeah, I want Stoke to really go for a cup. They yeah. they never go for a cup. Why? They're not going to go down. They're not going to win the league. They just go for a cup. Try everything to win the Premier League and the uh, Carabao Cup. But they never do, and I'm bored of them, and I'm sick of talking of them, talking about them. So let's move on. Next game is Swansea Huddersfield. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Uh, Swansea twenty one to twenty. The draw twenty three to ten, and Huddersfield. Or eleven to four, it's a case of two teams that are again struggling to hit the back of the net here. Huddersfield only scored one goal in their last six games, and so they're not particularly going great at the moment, are they? I'd probably have this one down as a draw. I don't know about yourself. I can't see Huddersfield winning, to be honest. No, I can't see Huddersfield winning. I can see Swansea grinding out a a one nil, but. The longer they keep faith in Wilfred Boney, the the more they'll struggle. That guy, to me, has China written all over him. He is nowhere <laughs> near Premier League quality anymore. He's about as sharp as an eraser. Yeah. And they need to throw all their eggs in Tammy Abraham's basket yeah. because he is capable of scoring some goals and he is capable of being in England's World Cup squad. He really is. And I, I really want Tammy to be given more of a more of a responsibility. I don't want to see him on the bench at Swansea. I don't want to see it. Yeah, especially um, for, for Boney, who is, yeah, has been woefully out of form for years now. Yeah, he's crap. He's done. Yeah. The guy's done. He's got Torres syndrome. <laughs> Ship him out to China. Let them have like a big welcome for him. Pay him 300 grand a week and they'll realise he's crap in six months and then he'll be in India. And yeah. then he'll move to <laughs> Delhi Dynamos or whatever. And yeah, it just goes on and on. The guy's done. Yeah. In terms of Huddersfield, Del Potter is probably one of the worst signings I've seen uh, in the Premier League this season. Um, he is absolutely woeful. Mounier, whatever he's called, yeah. head on a stick. Absolutely. He, he's, he looks decent, but is he good enough to score the goals Huddersfield need? I'd say it's their best hope, but it doesn't convince me. No. Um, obviously, they got off to a great start, Huddersfield. They were right up in the Champions League spots at top even at one point. Now they're down in 11th, which, if you'd said that to a Huddersfield fan at the start of the season, 
I'm sure they would have been happy. But if you look at their games in the next six or seven weeks, they've got Man United, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, all coming up within the next six, seven weeks. So things could really start to get a bit sticky for them as they slide towards that relegation zone because you can't see them picking up any points against those top six teams. Yeah, as it stands, points returned from that cluster of games, zero. Absolutely, absolutely. Shall we move on then? Let's go to Wembley. Let's go to Wembley. Okay, Tottenham are playing Bournemouth. Tottenham are 2-11, home favourites. The draw 6-1 and Bournemouth... A 12 to 1, I just think, forget the any hoodoo, Spurs are going to win this comfortably. I think Harry Kane's like Derek Akora. Do, do you know Derek Akora? No, who the hell is that? Never heard of him. Derek Akora, he's the ghost hunter, and he, uh, <laughs> I think he's from Most Haunted. Right, okay. I call yeah. him I call him Derek Akora because he's going to be expelling the hoodoo with his incredible form, <laughs> his Ballon d'Or nomination. <laughs> God, I can never ever look at Harry Kane the same. <laughs> never. What a player, by the way. Yeah. What a player. Unbelievable. Unbelievable player. I, like, me and you, can you remember a few years ago, me and you said, right, Rooney's done. Um, Owen never really lived up to the heights. We, we were saying we want a good, young, like world class English striker. Yeah. And we got one. Kane is legit world class. He is. The guy, he there's nothing he can't do as a centre-forward. Yeah, you're exactly right, exactly right. You see, in the two two most recent England games, two 1-0 wins, Harry Kane, newly given the captaincy, scores both the winners. That's exactly what Rooney used to do for us. And that's exactly what a captain does do. Like Messi, steps up to the plate when you really need it. Ronaldo in the um, yeah. final... You know, he got injured. He still steps up to the plate in a different way. And this is what Kane's going to be like for England. Yeah. Regarding oh. this game, 2-2-11 couldn't interest me any less. Spurs will win this 2-3-4-0. Yeah, Harry Kane will also probably score again. Um, let's move on then to Watford at home to Arsenal. Uh, you can get Watford at 4-1. to You can get the draw at 3-1. to You can get Arsenal... Odds on favourites at eight to thirteen. I don't know about you, but this has got a potential banana skin written all over it. Avoid, avoid. Yeah, and like, just, just don't, just don't. Watford, poor at home. Arsenal, not worth the eight to thirteen. What, Watford? They're just, they're so good away. Really good, and you, you know, it's got to click. At some stage. Um, Arsenal haven't won a, a game away from home in the Premier League this season. They've got plenty of attacking threat, haven't they, Watford? Rickarlson, Carrillo, Gray, yeah. Dini. You know, yeah, I, I don't see how anyone can fancy Arsenal here. Alternatively, I'm not going to tip Watford. It's just one of those. No, I agree, mate. If you were looking on a, an outsider bet, perhaps you'd want to have a little flutter on Watford at 4-1 to one in combination with something else. But as far as surefire bets go this weekend, this game is certainly not anything you want to be looking to bet on. No. And also, let's remember, last time we got excited about a Watford upset, 
they lost 6-0 at home to Man City. Yeah. <laughs> so, although, although Man City and Arsenal are, are absolutely centuries apart, yeah, um, yeah, just be careful, profit chasers. <laughs> Please, just don't bet on it. Just leave it alone. Yeah, sound advice there, mate. Uh, move on to Sunday then. So we've got three games left, two on Sunday. The first one, Brighton versus woefully out of form Everton. Brighton are 21-10, to 10, so they're the outsiders here. The draw is 23 to 10 and Everton are 13 to 10. Now, who's pricing up this game? Because it must be on reputation and on paper alone. Because Everton, the form they're in, should not be 13 to 10 favourites. What a joke. What a joke. What a what an awful price. Terrible. And yeah, yeah, this is purely because it's Everton. They've spent money. They must be good. Yeah. No. No. Wrong. They're not very good. They're crap. And they're not going to win this game either. I think this will probably go down as a draw. Um, I'm still not overly impressed by Brighton. But, uh, you know, Everton are just... They're just plodding along, aren't they? They're they're, they're dreadful. Um, Yeah. Koeman is the odds-on favourite to be the next manager in the Premier League to be sacked. That's still a bit early. For me, I don't like seeing managers getting sacked this stage of the season. However, you know, he pretty much had, I'd say he had a blank checkbook for yeah. the, the best of the rest. Yep. So Sigurdsson is a classic best of the rest. He can't attract the Champions League players, but anyone else who doesn't want, you know, who Liverpool may not want, who Spurs may not want, Arsenal may not want. Everton is your next club. So yeah. he had that whole market uh, to choose from and he's going to pay the consequence if they don't pull the finger out. Absolutely. Uh, we called it last time Everton played when they played Burnley yep. at home. We said, banana skin. Do not bet on Everton. Burnley are likely to win this game. And they did so. 1-0 uh, odds of around 4 or 5-1. to one. And we're doing the same again this weekend, guys. Do not bet on Everton. It's not worth it. Not worth the the risk. Well, the price isn't worth the risk. Not at all. Not at all. And uh, yeah, they've scored twice in their last five. I believe both were from Umar on the ass. So that's all you need to know. <laughs> okay, move on then to the final Sunday game: Southampton versus Newcastle. Uh, the Saints are five to six favourites. The draw is thirteen to five, and Newcastle are sixteen to five. This one's got draw written all over it for me. Yeah, for me. What a what a terrible game this will be. Terrible. Um, yeah, there've been two goals or fewer in six of Southampton's eight games. Newcastle don't exactly have a fantastic striker they can rely on. No. Hosselu is probably the most wasteful striker <laughs> I've seen. It, every time I watch match of the day, that guy's blazing over at least three chances a game. So yeah, I don't think I don't think you can. Uh, Stick your neck out here, do you? No, no. Play it safe. Go for the draw for me. But I, yeah, I, mean, I, I wouldn't be betting on this game any which way. No, I mean we. Can you remember when Swansea played Newcastle at home? Newcastle yeah. away. We had Swansea down as big favourites. Yeah. Newcastle won one nil. So you know this is a similar tale. I wouldn't bet against Newcastle, and I wouldn't bet for Southampton. No, Southampton very very goal shy. Final game then. It's Monday night football. 
and that's Leicester hosting West Brom. Leicester are 19 to 20. The draw is 23 to 10, and the baggies are three to one outsiders for this. Uh, oof. A tough one to call because West Brom's recent form has been poor. Leicester's recent form has also been pretty poor. Yeah, I don't know what you think to this. I, I normally love watching Leicester. I normally get entertained by them no matter what. But I think this will be a really poor game. Yeah, Two teams that they're kind of trying to go for a new identity. Pulis brought in quite a few players. Uh, Leicester are starting their life under Shakespeare pretty much. You know, he had a bit of momentum last year and now he's got to start all that over on his own. I wouldn't be touching this game either. If he had to push me, I'd just go for the draw, which is 23 to 10. Yeah, me too, mate. Let's move on then, shall we, to the championship. Are there any which jump out the page at you and you think, yeah, that's a banker? Um, In terms of bankers, <sighs> bankers... A tough well, this week. You gotta look at Bristol City Burton, aren't you? Bristol City Burton, yeah. But I'm talking as a whole, I don't think there's much to go for. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. But yeah, Friday night, Bristol City Burton is obviously the biggest the biggest one that shouts out at me. Bristol City are in fourth. Um, you know, they are chasing automatic promotion, three points off. Uh, Wolves in second, Burton. They're just they're just Burton, aren't they? Yeah. Near the bottom, <laughs> near the bottom, nicking a few results here, there, and everywhere. Uh, they lost Jackson Irvine, which was a big blow for them. They've won one in their last six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bristol City. They're priced at four to eleven. Stone so too excited. Profit chasers, but uh, yeah, that's the biggest biggest one of the weekend. And uh, don't forget, it's on Friday night. Yeah, we, we spoke about how Ipswich's resurgence this season has been a big advocation of sticking with your manager through tough times. And I think Bristol are another one of that, really. Lee Johnson, who's the manager in charge, he looked on the verge of the sack for months during periods of last season. However, been given time to turn it round. Now look at him, as you said, three points off automatic, unbeaten in 11 games in all competitions. So it does show yeah, that it, it can be. And they backed him as yeah. well. They backed him. They believed him believed in him they gave him some funds they went out and signed a striker for what was it six million yeah, or something D like that D do whatever you pronounce yeah, D do or something yeah. I don't know I, I, I just see his gold drift when yeah. he scores on the timeline <laughs> um, I hope Bristol City don't get promoted just for those gifs by the way um, <laughs> but yeah it's really good to see people sticking with a manager um, and yeah we expect Bristol City to pick up that victory now, Sheffield Wednesday, they are away at the completely screwed Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> Still no win this season. Zero mm -hmm. wins in 11 games. They've got Sheffield Wednesday coming to town. Sheffield Wednesday, however, are poor away from home. And what I'm going to do is alert the profit chasers to not a banana skin because I do think Wednesday will win but I just want everyone to be aware before you bet on them that Wednesday their record away from home is not very good so they started yeah. off great they beat Fulham 1-0 away superb they did lose away at Bolton 3-2 in the Carabao Cup obviously you know 
most teams there. They drew one all away at Burton for a promotion chasing side, not the best. They drew away at Cardiff, which is a good result. They lost away at Birmingham, not a good result. So Wednesday are hardly the trustworthy side that you'd be looking for. No, not at 10 to 11. There's an element of risk there which belies those odds. Absolutely. Do you want to take over? Do you have any that you uh, that you want to talk about before we get to uh, get to the derby games? Yeah, a, f- a few. Um, so Sheffield United at home to Whipswich is one for me, which I think will win. United uh, three to four odds on to win this one. Ipswich started pretty well, but they haven't won away from home since the fifteenth of August, which is when they beat Millwall four three, and they've lost every other away game since then. And Sheffield United have conceded 10 goals so far this season in their 11 games. And 80% of those, so 8 goals out of the 10, have come away from home. Um, So they don't concede many at home. Uh, Outside bet, QPR to win away at Sunderland. They're 13-5. Sunderland are woeful, especially at home uh, when the pressure's on and the fans really get on their back if they don't score or go behind early on. Tough place for them to play at the moment. So QPR at over 2-1 to one could be a nice little outsider. And uh, I just want to get your opinion on uh, the Friday night game. And that's Mortis. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Steve Cotterell. Yeah. Steve Cotterell. <laughs> he's, he's in charge of Birmingham. <laughs> he's just, got his first home game against Cardiff City. So oh yeah. Just, it's it's, it's, it's going to be a shit game. <laughs> Let's well let the profit chasers know why we say Morris for Steve Cottrell was because we support Forrest. He used to manage Forrest for a period, and uh, we had Marcus Tudgay, and uh, he just called him Morris all the time in interviews. So <laughs> it just stuck all, all the time, all the time. So Marcus, Marcus used to drive me insane. <laughs> yeah, Marcus played really well. It's like he had no last name, like he was Ronaldo or Pele. It just <laughs> had no. No last name. But yeah, he's he's at Birmingham now, which is a steady, steady, steady appointment. I, I hope Birmingham struggle because I hate the way that those Chinese people have came in and pretty much ruined what Gary Rowett started. So I'd love for them to go down. They've got a very tough game, haven't they? Top of the league, surprisingly. Top mm. of the league, Cardiff at home. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it can't get any worse for them, can it, after they lost 6-1? Away at Hull last time out, so <laughs> the only way is up. I think it'll I, don't, be, I don't think they'll win. I think it'll be horrendously low scoring. Yeah, I can see that. I really do think it'll be horrendously low scoring. Both teams to score no is five to six, um, and you know for me that's a pretty much a shoe in. I'd say. You reckon? Mm, uh, I'd probably go one one draw if I had to. But I wouldn't be betting on it. Uh, the last four results at St Andrews between these two: nil nil, Birmingham one, Cardiff nil, nil nil, Birmingham nil, Cardiff one. So two two goals in the last three hundred and sixty minutes of normal time between these pair. Mm. So I I personally, if you're gonna sit in front of the TV on Friday night, I'd personally put on these standards. <laughs> Because that'll be because that'll be bloody crap. <laughs> okay, let's anyway, move on. Anyway, it's, it's Derby, it's Derby weekend Day. in the championship, 
Let's talk about the smaller of the two derbies. Let's talk about Wolves of Villa. Oh, yeah. Tough game. What do you think? Both sides. Uh, Villa have really picked themselves up, haven't they? After a pretty sticky start, they've won, won their last three and four of the last five. So they've picked up some decent form now, moved themselves up just outside the playoffs into seventh. Uh, Wolves, really impressive after their summer overhaul. I, to be honest, I could not call the result which way this one's going to go. I'd probably go both teams to score here, and that's it. Yeah, same here. Uh, so let's move on to the biggest game in world football. Yes. Uh, and that is Derby County. They're at home against Nottingham Forest. Let's talk East Midlands Derby. Let's talk Brian Clough Trophy. Let's talk Derby County win. Oh, Jacken. Buddy, I, I, I just know that we've got a very poor record. Yeah, we there. do. The last four results, they're the only ones I can see on my screen. But I know we've only won there twice in the history um, of us travelling there. Uh, last season we lost 3-0, year before 1-0. We won the year before that, 2-1. We lost 5-0 the year before that. I, I just honestly think that our inconsistency and our tendency to just ship goals left, right and centre is unfortunately going to mean that Derby will win. They're not, you know, they're not nothing amazing. They're actually below us in the table, but they do have a game in hand. And if they were to win that, they'd be ahead of us. Um, we've conceded 19 goals, Tom. It's the same as Birmingham. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. It's completely unacceptable. It's the fourth worst in the whole league. It's just a good job we scored 15. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, unfortunately, I think Derby, 7-10. to 10, I, I honestly think they'll win. Terrible price, by the way, for Derby. Do not back them at 7-10. to 10. But just on the subject, because it's a talking point, my opinion is Derby will win. Yeah, unfortunately, I've probably got to agree with you there. Um, my heart just wants to go, yes, Forrest are going to win at 4-1. to one. It's going to be a great day. I'm going to love it. Then I'm going to get on Twitter and harass Derby fans and rub it in their faces but it's very much likely to be the other way around yeah 100% do you agree that Derby are a short price as well I don't understand why they're 7-10 to 10. no I don't either they've not won for the last five games so they've not got any kind of form going into this game I'd guess it's it's done on probably as you say Forest leaky defence and the history of this game where Derby are particularly strong at home against Forest. that's that's it because it's not on recent form no definitely not um, so yeah probably going to be a sad Sunday for me and Tom let's move on however to League One. Oh yeah baby what you got for me in League One Tommy right I've got a few for you here so last week you mentioned to the Profit Chasers and also alerted myself that Bradford were actually unbeaten away from home this season, when usually it's their home form which is really strong. Uh, this week, they've got Berry away, and they're 6-5. to five. So Berry are down in 20th at the moment, with just the 9 points from their 11 games. They're just above the relegation zones on goal difference. They've only won one league game in their last 10, so I think Bradford are a good price at 6-5 to five here. Uh, similarly, an away team at a good price, I think, is the Shrews. The mighty, mighty Shrews. Still unbeaten. Oh, oh. This week, they travel to Plymouth, who are rock bottom of the league. They've lost their last 
four in a row. They've got 10 consecutive matches without a win. And they've lost five in a row at home. These unwanted stats for Plymouth just keep racking up. And I can't see anything other than a Shrewsbury win here. Oh, totally agree. And uh, I actually think Evans is a wonder price. I think that's a really, really good price. Yeah, completely agree. Um, are there any that you'd like to pick out? I don't want to take too many. Um, yeah, definitely. Even that I've backed a few times this season and I believe they will win again is Charlton Athletic. Now, I know they haven't been pulling up any trees, but they're still in sixth. They're playing Doncaster, who are pretty much where they deserve to be. Played 12, won three, drew three, lost six, scored 15, let in 15. Away from Doncaster, have not impressed. They have picked up just the one win, and that was away at the Plymouth that you've just mentioned, Tom. They've lost away at Northampton. That was before the Jimmy Floyd time. So that was in uh, just in Edinburgh period. Rochdale, they lost away there. They lost away at Bradford, which obviously we know is not the end of the world. They lost away at Wimbledon. It, it's not pretty on the road for Donny Rose fans. No. What do you think to the Jimmy Floyd effect? He came in. Northampton were diabolical. He won two on the bounce. Now, his effect is, is, he's like in negative effect. He's taking them backwards again, isn't he? He's six matches without a win. He is. Five in a row they've not scored. Six nil last weekend. It is poor. It's really poor. And they've got a really big game um, at home to Wimbledon this weekend. Northampton in 22nd on eight points. One place above them, Wimbledon, on one point better off. Uh, so it's a really big game and you know I, I don't know what's happened negative effect is exactly how I describe it <laughs> in terms of league one teams that I think are going to win uh, other than what we said I'll probably be looking at Wigan at one to two at home to South End and other than that there's not Peterborough do you fancy Peterborough oh yeah yeah they should win you'd expect them to at uh, home to a particularly woeful Gillingham side, but Peterborough haven't won in their last or well, three games. Yeah, Peterborough haven't really uh, impressed too much. However, just like Charlton, they're still in fifth. Okay, they're still doing the business. They're still in a very good position. Gillingham are second from bottom, seven points only, just the one win all season. And although they did win their last away game. I do think that Peterborough at nine to twenty, so not the best price. They will bring three points home. Um, shall we move on to League Two? Yes, please do. Okay, right. I'm gonna keep faith with Knox after they inexplicably drew at home to Forest Green Rovers last weekend because that was a real shock of a result. This week they're at home to Barnet. And they're ten to eleven to win. They should really be beating Barnet here. They should. This is the almost perfect game uh, to bounce back with. Yeah. I mean, the the draw against Forest Green, although it wasn't a great result, at least they scored late on, and it showed a resilience, and it showed that you know that team good teams score late goals and they go to the end. 
and that's what Notts did. Barnet, their form couldn't be much worse. Uh, no wins in their last six. couple of draws here and there, but uh, a pretty poor side. And they haven't won at Meadow Lane in the last four visits. So, County at 10 to 11 is a good price. Yeah, agreed. Any more that stand out for you? Because I think League 2 for me is a is a little bit sparse. Yeah, I was doing my research early, as we always do. I think the pretty much, in terms of results, not is the most outstanding um, the most outstanding one that I would tip this weekend. However, one thing I'm looking at is Wickham against Exeter, and that's both teams to score. Oh, 100%. I, th- I think that one is absolutely nailed on. Um, you're looking at four to six uh, for that one. In terms of that, in terms of the rest of the thing, sorry, there really, really, really isn't anything too tasty. I'm looking at Coventry away at Accrington, potentially another big game at the top of League Two that I really wouldn't want to call. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but in terms of actual full results, the only one I can honestly go for is Knox. Yeah, no, I'm the same, mate. Um, I would also like to once again apologise to everybody who bet on Stevenage last weekend because I thought last weekend I had the perfect opportunity to break the Tom Pipkin Stevenage curse. So I bet on Stevenage when they're away at Crew. Crew had lost the last six games in a row. So 3-0 away at Exeter, 5-0 loss, 3-2 loss, 1-0 loss, 1-0 loss, 1-0 loss. So six in a row. And then they play Stevenage and they win 1-0. You honestly, you honestly could not make it up. It is a legit curse. It is. It really it's, is. It's it is a legit curse. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know why or what is happening with you and Stevenage, but something's up. It's and just it's, weird now. Yeah, it's not pretty. It's weird. It's not um, good for the profit chasers. They no. need to have a reliable Stevenage, if that even <laughs> exists, by the way. They, they are so up and down. It's crazy. So uh, I'm just going to be staying away, especially this weekend. They're away at Luton. Won't be going anywhere near them. So, hey, you never know. They might win at 9-2. to two. <sighs> Who knows? And if they do, then we won't be surprised. But yeah, League 2 is an absolute minefield this week. And not... Barnet is the only game that really stands out for me, and sometimes that's that's fine. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather tip one game that I really think will win than tip three or four just to fill the program. Um, for me, not is the only one I'd go for. Yeah, that's sensible. Right then, let's move on to what everybody listens for. Correct. Everyone is here for the same reason. It's a bombproof treble. So, this is the part of the show where me and Tom, we pick out three results to each and we place them in a treble uh, and we hopefully win you guys some money. These are games that we think that will definitely win. At the end of the season, we'll total up how much we'd have won individually and as a team. We're well on our way towards our target of £1,000 for the season. We're well on our way towards that. So, Tom... Would you like to go first this week? Right, so I'm going to go for this week. Notts County are home to Barnet. They're 10 to 11. Shrewsbury away at Plymouth at evens. 
and Sheffield United at home to Ipswich at 3-4. And £10 stake on that one returns 74 back. 74? Really? Not bad, is it? Not bad. That's pretty tasty. That's yeah. pretty tasty. Wow. Okay. I like that. To so say, you know, you've got for uh, League One, second in League Two, and I'm not can't remember where Sheffield United are, but they're in the top six. I think they're fourth. So yeah, that's pretty decent. That. Yeah, pretty decent. Okay, so I see your bet, and I reply with, "I'm going to all League One treble. I'm going to go for Bradford City. They're away at Bury, and they're six to five. I'm going for Charlton Athletic, who are at home to Doncaster. They're eleven to ten. And I'm going to go for Wigan Athletic, who are 1-2 to two at home South End. And £10 on is 59.30 pence. Nice. Very nice. Uh, two travels, I'm pretty confident in there. If everyone turns up, as they should do, not like Notts County last week yeah. and Coventry, but more county, as long as everyone turns up and does their thing, we could really be in for a treat this week. Yeah. Um, Definitely fancy both trebles. We spoke on the programme. We fancy all six teams individually. So why not together? No, absolutely. Uh, And just to wrap things up then, fantasy football, please join. We've got 41 people in it now. Uh, Premier League is back this weekend, so no better time to join. I'll put the league code to join in the description of the podcast. So it's right there. Uh, alternatively you can ask us on Twitter and one of us will get back to you with it please get on the forum post away we'd love to hear from you get on submitting your blogs if you're a keen content writer because we'd love to hear from you through that medium as well and uh, if you've enjoyed the show please subscribe or rate and review absolutely yep get at us on Twitter t underscore fb podcast uh, we have a page on Facebook, which is www.facebook.com slash podcast. And also we have an email address, which you can all send us mail to, which is footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. And like Tom said, www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk for an absolute mountain of stuff to go through. New stuff, new shiny stuff. Yes, love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, most all of all right. though thanks for listening we appreciate every single one of you that does listen to the show especially on a weekly basis so thank you for that and good luck for all your bets for the weekend absolutely thanks for listening guys take care cheers bye bye